welcome to Exploring the Marketplace podcast. My co-host is Bob Hassan, and we are creating a conversation with Christian marketplace leaders who have careers that have been impacted by their faith. We are also answering your questions about entrepreneurship, business leadership, careers, and how the kingdom of God changes your impact in the marketplace. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. I'm Bob Hassan with Sean Bull. Sean, how are you today? I'm so good. And you're in Hawaii. I see your background. I'm jealous. You're yeah. in Hawaii. I'm in Hawaii. Somebody has to do it. Somebody and, has to uh, suffer for Jesus. But we have the broadcast booth all set up. Yes. This is Sean, so cool that you can do this from, although I feel bad because are we taking away from your vacation at all? Or are you good? I think, I'm, I think I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not suffering too much by doing some podcasts with us? No, <laughs> no, it's cool, Bob, because the podcast, uh, for those of you who are watching on CBN News as a podcast, or if you're listening to it as a podcast, you guys, thank you for the reviews, the ratings, and also thank you for listening, because this has become one of, again, one of the record-reaching podcasts in Christianity. We've been seeing record places of numbers that it's gone to in both Apple and Google and Spotify. And so make sure you share it with somebody and subscribe. It's so good. But today's guest Bob, it's Steve Chua, and we've had him on on different ways on our platform, but not on Exploring the Marketplace. So let me tell you about Steve. He's an executive life and leadership coach who seeks to help leaders find their identity and purpose, not only in their work setting, but also in their personal lives. Since 1993, Steve has been a sought-after troubleshooter and coach for international leaders and their organizations. He is motivated by the belief that healthy leaders create healthy and thriving companies. Steve has served as various executive leadership roles for nonprofit organizations in UK, Canada, and USA. As a corporate coach, he has worked with startups, nonprofits, and multi-billionaire corporations. He also has traveled internationally as a motivational conference speaker, bringing a message that you can transform your life to transform your world. And he's uniquely gifted to help individuals resolve the conflicts of their past in order to bring clarity, purpose, and vision to their present, which is so cool. I was working right now as a, as a coach and a consultant, and I've actually sent him several places to people that they're just almost untouchable and they've come after me because of my ministry and world. And I knew that yeah. I didn't have the skill set. and I've sent him and he's been, and even his wife going along with him at times has brought breakthrough transformation to lives, families, but also businesses. It, it's incredible. I know that you uh, prophesied over him a long, long time ago. Oh and gosh. and uh, after, after you introduced me to him, I, I had some, spent some time with he and his wife, just moving through some things in their lives. And, what has happened since then is just incredible. Yeah, because that was only like 18 months ago. It's just yeah. cool to see how much has happened in such a short period of time. Yes. Well, stay tuned for Steve Chua. I'm a firm believer in being coached. To go to another level, we need help sometimes. And my friend Michael McIntyre is just the coach that can bring you to another level. He has an incredible e-course right now. And if you go to his e-course webpage, and you type in my name, Sean, as the discount code, you're gonna get $200 off, which is a huge amount off for his e-course, which is the next level e-course. I'm gonna encourage you to go there today. Welcome back, Steve. How are you today? It's so good to be on the show with you guys. It's been an awesome uh, opportunity. Thank you. I know we actually haven't seen you in a while. We saw you in one of our events where we talked to business people, but we haven't had you explore the marketplace. For those of you in the audience who are new to Steve Chua, you're going to love his story and you're going to want to contact him because he's an amazing man. But Steve, take us on the journey because you were a pastor and you and your wife lead a church and you guys are in one of the weirdest, coolest areas <laughs> of California, Claremont, where yeah. there's, um, I mean, so many colleges are right there. So yeah. It's very liberal, very kind of leftist. But at the same time, you guys are having 
just God's life there. So this is really cool. But tell us about how you transitioned from that into into marketplace. Well, actually, it was crazy. I, I've been in ministry all my life uh, in the healing and deliverance, uh, ministering to leaders. And then in 2012, I was at a prophetic conference, and Bishop Bill Hammond pulled me out of the mm. out. And he says, you don't know whether to be a businessman or a preacher. And he says, it doesn't matter. And then he starts preaching, uh, prophesying all this stuff about miracles in the marketplace. And I'm thinking he's a false prophet because like, I've never done anything in the marketplace. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so, but he said, at the end of June, you'll be released. And interestingly enough, that's when I planted the church in Claremont. But at the same time, the first itinerant thing I did was to 80 business people in Hong Kong. And wow. there was this parallel track that happened at the end of June. And a couple of years later, I mean, that started developing and I bumped into you for the first time. I think it was 2014, Sean. And as we bumped into each other, didn't know each other, you stopped and you just said, hey, I've got a word for you. And you prophesied about this business uh, thing, the venture that I was going to get into that was going to be lucrative, all sorts of stuff. Nice word, but I was thinking, this guy's crazy too. Okay. Uh, But forward, okay, now I'm about 95% of my time is now in the marketplace. I still have my church. Just given a given my uh, the lead pass over to my associate JP. Shout out to you. Um, and now I'm about ninety five percent doing stuff in the marketplace. Created this business that you prophesied about, uh, which is there to disciple the marketplace in ways that they don't realize they're being discipled with kingdom principles. And we're seeing amazing things happen there. Uh, so we've onboarded twenty coaches, all ex CFO, CFO, COOs. All who have been, uh, who have got a hunger to see God's kingdom move in the marketplace, and we're seeing some amazing opportunities right now. So, so thank you for that prophecy, Sean. <laughs> well, I, I will say with prophecy because you know those of you who are exposed to prophecy in the church, it's it's a very unusual thing in some ways because you get a word like you weren't even in agreement necessarily with this is the direction you wanted to go in, and I have kind of a reputation in the movement that we were at for prophesying somewhat accurately. And so when I gave you that word, you had to go, either he's off or there's something I don't know yet. Yeah. And, and I think that's really interesting. And that's where you put it on the prophetic shelf, right? And yeah. You just kind of say, okay, God, if this is right, confirm it. And I just say it's like a one of the crumbs on a breadcrumb trail that the Holy Spirit leads you on. Oh, and this, this was 10 years, right? So the prophetic doesn't always happen immediately. Uh, I mean, so many of us, when we hear something, we want it now, or we think it's going to happen in the next year or two. This was 10 years, Sean, but, wow. but, it was, but it was the beginning, it was the seeding of something. And that's what I often think the prophetic does. It seeds something that we then journey into reality. So I still agree. Well, tell us about, I know, Bob, I, I don't know if you have the same question as me, but I, like, who is this kingdom group? Like, how did this start? I know it's involved with Ed Silvoso, who I love. Okay, so a lot of all this kind of got catalyzed by Ed Silvoso. So if you don't know Ed, he's like a father in the faith here. He's, a, he's just a... He's like one of those generals, but with a father heart. And he runs an organization called Transform Our World. And so I got involved with him and he has prototypes all over the world of businesses and education areas, government areas, which are literally seeing the kingdom of God impacting society. Mm -hmm. And um, so a few years ago, he put myself together with a guy called Chuck Proudfoot, who has his own organization called At Work On Purpose. And he asked, can we put something together so help Christians be effective to bring transformation into the into the marketplace, everyday life, not just behind the four walls. And so we uh, we came together and put something called the Ecclesia Accelerator together, and we launched it in the middle of COVID, not knowing what was going on. 
Uh, we thought we were going to get 70 people. The first round we had like 270. But oh, right God. now, after two years, we've I think we've gone through the 4,000 mark. Uh, oh people all over the world who are just hungry for transformation. And this creates the foundations for that. Uh, that helps you bring transformation from yourself on the inside, then your marriage, your family, then your sphere of influence, and then the world. Because the, the progression is so important if you're going to be able to disciple nations, uh, which ultimately is, is the goal. And, and as a result of that, um, my relationship with Chuck was so, such that I had an opportunity and we became business partners. And now we are creating this company called Insight Out, uh, which is really about building and thriving organizations from the inside out. And, uh, wow. and so that's, that's been a really fun venture, which we launched here in 2022. So, Steve, what does what does this look like? You said four thousand people have come through. Is it is it an e course? Is it are are you are you meeting and and what if if, if I'm a business owner or I'm I'm working in my business and want to grow? What does it look like for me? Yeah, so it's it's, it's like an e course, but also has interaction. Okay, so it's uh, the Ecclesia Accelerator has. 10 units uh, that, that are released and you get to do the course over about 18 weeks. Um, but in the midst of that, you have what we call affinity groups uh, where or small groups where you get together with a, a coach um, and, and you get discipled along the way as you wrestle with the material because it's, it causes you to be very transparent and it's changing a mindset uh, okay. from what I call a local church mindset to a kingdom mindset. Uh, but also seeing that the goalpost is not just about getting people saved, it's actually transforming nations. And, uh, and so you, it's, if you like, helping you to live a transformational lifestyle. Actually, the accelerator has three levels. So the, the first level is this basic level. The second level is coaching, where you'll, you'll be uh, put together, which uh, Chuck and I have put together a team of uh, kingdom coaches to help you work out your destiny and, and your and your transformational life plan, we call it. Wow. Um, and then the third level is partnership, which we're just about to launch, where we have uh, what we call transformational enterprises. So Inside Out would be one of those transformational enterprises, which simply is not interested about just making money. It's about transformation uh, of society and partnering together collaboratively because we realize that we can't do it by ourselves. There's too many siloed ministries or siloed organizations, but when we come together, we can do so much more. And so that's kind of how the accelerator works. And then our inside out curriculum is a separate one for business where we have uh, 16 business units, which, uh, which works from each of them, like four modules, four videos each, uh, which we're working with multinational billion dollar corporations right now and NGOs. Um, and it starts with developing the leader, then the leadership team, mm -hmm. then your organization, and then the marketplace. Most most people focus on the marketplace before they start doing the inner work of leadership, which where the culture values are established. And and so it's been a real, it's really fun watching those who don't know Jesus kind of go, "This is brilliant. I never thought of it this way," <laughs> you know. And wow. uh, and it's it, it's we've seen some really dynamic uh, testimonies coming out of that. No, I love that you're seeing this with both people who are believers and people who aren't believers that they both love the principles and love the journey of this, but tell us, okay, Bob and I are story people. So break down, tell us some of the stories of people who've gone to the accelerator or people who've gone to your coaching. Like tell us the God stories, the miracle stories. Sure. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you one. I got a couple. Um, so one, there was about, a, about three or four months ago, one of my clients has one of the most successful architectural companies in Asia. Uh, and he was about to sell that company 
mm-hmm. to uh, a multinational, okay, a listed company that's on the stock market. Um, and everything was going well until three weeks before the deal was supposed to go when the three, his two other partners fell out with each other. Oh, wow. Okay, and literally the deal was about to collapse. In fact, the whole company was looked like it was about to collapse. And this guy comes to me and says, Steve, it's done. I'm, my life is over. Uh, you know, I've lo- I'm going to lose everything in this situation. Now, he's not a believer. And, and immediately, it was almost like I had this screen in front of me. And I just said, no. And I started speaking into his identity. Mm. And I said, no, you've got this power and the strength to build, build it to do this. You have the trust of each of these other partners that have fallen out with them, each other. And then I gave him a script, like the Holy Spirit gave me a script. Wow. Okay. And I said, this is what you need to say to so-and-so. This is what you need to say to so-and-so. And this is who you need to be in this situation. And he began and, and he said, is this going to work? Okay. And, and all of a sudden he goes, he says, okay. And you could see the change and shift in him. It's almost like he got filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. In that. Next day he calls me. The next day he calls me up. He said, Steve, I did exactly what you said. A, B, C, D. We're all good. They sold the company. And and they got it for more than the, what they thought they were going to get it for, oh, and yeah. uh, and so needless to say, he's still my client. Uh, he still loves me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were you nervous at all when you when you told him? Oh, absolutely, because I'm thinking, okay, this is this man's life, it's livelihood. Yeah. But then you just know. I think I've learned over the years that I have to follow the breadcrumbs. I mean, my my thing with my clients is I can't I can't take any credit for anything uh, that comes out of my mouth yeah. in my sessions. Yeah. Because I've realized it's only in partnership with the Holy Spirit can, that you can really operate under the wisdom. So I, I kind of see myself as a modern-day Daniel or a, a Joseph. Uh, I don't need to lead things. I'm just there to influence and say, this is what I sense is happening. You know. Um, can I tell one more story? Do, you have time? Is that, do we have time? Yeah, we'd love, we'd love for you to. So uh, another one of my CEO clients, he, had betrayed, he was betrayed by a, another organization. and. You know, as he's talking with me, he's dropping all the F-bombs and everything that was going on and, and just how these people have done this. And in the end, I just basically knew that I need to teach him how to forgive, okay? Wow. But I can't tell him that in the business realm because it would sound kind of, you know, a, a little weak. So I said, you know what? You need to let go of what yeah. you're carrying right now because what you're carrying, the only person it's really going to affect is you and then your team. Wow. And he kind of thought about it and he said, you're right. And I said, this, so this is what I want you to do. I want you to write them down the names of every single person that you're offended by. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and so he, he wrote down all those names and he told me the names. Okay. Now this is what I want you to do. I want you to see that person. And I just want you to see them in your mind's eye and, and just say, I'm asking, I'm, I'm going to ask for the for fire to consume them. Okay. As I let them go. Okay, so he would see the person, he said, fire consume them, and they would consume, and, he, and, and as they were letting go, he could feel more peace coming on the inside. Yeah. And so he'd go one by one. And so when we'd finished the list, and he said, wow, that was cool. And then I said, okay, would you just do one more thing for me? Because, you know, there might be some residue in your body. Would you just ask the fire to consume you? Okay, uh, and so he said, okay, fire, just consume me. All of a sudden, he starts shaking, okay? Wow. 
and tears are coming down his eyes. And for about five minutes, he literally is like kind of bending back and forth, rocking in his chair, kind of losing. At a Pentecostal meeting somewhere. Yeah. And he's totally <laughs> baptized in the fire of the Holy Spirit. Wow. Okay, this guy doesn't know Jesus. Okay. And so after five, five minutes of this, it kind of subsided. And he looked up, and this was on a Zoom call. Okay. So I'm not in present with him. This is on wow. a Zoom call halfway across the world, he looks up on the, in the camera and he said, what the F was that? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I just said, I think you just had what I would call a divine moment. Yeah. Okay? A, a providential moment in your life that I think will reshift things. And, and he says, and then at that moment, he said, so just tell me what you mean by that. And I said, well, I'm a person of faith. And this is how I, I see God move in different ways this way. And then we began to share the story now he hasn't come to faith yet mm. but he's much more open and every so often will he'll drop in that kind of yeah i know it's that spiritual thing you talk about right mm-hmm. so uh, mm-hmm. he's now open to it and uh and so it's just fun for me i i i, I probably about 60 70 percent of my clients are not believers wow. uh and, it, and it's actually really fun actually no offense but i have more problems with believers tend usually uh because they kind of think they know it kind of know it spiritually um, but for, for those who are unbelievers, they're kind of, they're very open. The harvest mm. field is there. It's very I, ripe. I, they just want I, to see the real Jesus, you know? Yeah. It's so amazing, Steve, because I found the same thing that when you're, when you're talking to people who might not have faith, but they have character, they have morals, they have ethics, they have good business practices. Mm-hmm. They're open to, they're, they're open to what you're talking about because they want their business to succeed. Yeah. And, and and so when when you asked him, you know, about consuming fire, it's the principle of the kingdom just yeah. in, said in another way yeah. that does the same thing. And this is what I love about this is what I love about how the principles of, of the kingdom work, uh, no matter where we are. Well, I, I, yeah. I love the whole concept of what we call the incarnation, Jesus coming down from heaven to earth. Why? Because he's coming to our level. Okay, he doesn't, so much in the time of the church, we think we want people to come to our level to speak our language or whatever. So true. We have to come and meet people where they're at because that's how Jesus meets people. And right. he doesn't, I think it's uncomfortable because you're talking about like you're, you're okay with someone not being, or even being at the beginning of a journey, spiritual journey, or being okay with them in the, their process of their journey, not controlling or managing it. But most of us as Christians, we've been taught if the person doesn't, fit this requirement, they can't even be a member of our church. You know, they can't even, they can't even come to church. And so I do think that there's a cultural shift in the church that is happening, needs to happen, will happen more that helps. But I mean, like you're forerunning something where it's like, you're seeing the mentality of, we have to accept people where they are, what you just said. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where all of us need to position our hearts where there's not an us and a them, but it's well, like, they're all of us. Like we all make mistakes. We all have problems. We all but we're just in this connected relationship that we can or can't introduce to bring the person Jesus to. Well, if we believe that every single person is made in the image and likeness of God, mm-hmm. and who are we to reject them, right? I so agree. And, 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 and my, whole th- my whole principle is I'm here to bring the best out of the image and likeness of God in you. Right. If you know if it's God doing it or not. Right. Because every single person has value, worth, and significance. Everybody has been created with a certain destiny upon their life okay there's a pastor bob do you hear him yeah and just and prophesy bring it out of them you know it, it's it's so much fun 
And it's actually a lot, you know, I used to speak in front of thousands of crowds at conferences, right? Um, But now I actually have more fun doing the one-on-ones than I do. I see more transformation in Mm -hmm. one person than I do with the thousands. You know, it's, it's so rewarding. Steve, tell us in your career um, a time when maybe a personal struggle that you might have had or you lost a client and what that led to. Well, I I, I think I said this in your, uh, the other podcast we did on Discovering the Project. I know the story you're going to tell because it was so touching. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, we, Sean and I worked with somebody very similar and, I, and, and, and this one particular billionaire actually gave me the opportunity to discover coaching. He was a headhunter, saw the potential, I mean, brought it out in me and he said I was wasted in the church. I was needed in the marketplace. And so I, I worked with him and, and it was interesting because I wrote in my journal uh, uh, when this started that I'd be on a, and the Lord said, you'll be on a five-year laboratory. You're going to be my guinea pig in the marketplace. That's what he mm. wrote. And I have this in my journal entry, I have the date. And so, you know, I worked with this guy. We saw amazing things happen. And, and even today, there's even greater things happening. Uh, but about five, uh, about just before the pandemic in 19, 2019, he said, Steve, thanks for everything you've done. But I think we 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 we've had enough. Few, <laughs> no, I don't mean to quite put it that way. But you had enough, Steve. Over, and and all of a sudden it was gone overnight. And he wow. was forty five percent of my income. Wow. Okay. I was I was doing my church thing, and I had this income backing this up. And I'm like, what do I do? And I remember uh, just feeling really, really downcast, and you know, you you lose that amount of money, and it was quite a considerable amount, and um. And I remember going to my my journal, and and it was actually five years to the day huh. that, that the Holy Spirit said you'd be in a five year laboratory. Okay. Wow, that's so cool. Okay, and then I had two, and I just started two small clients on Zoom. Okay, and I didn't know much about Zoom, and I was testing out this whole Zoom coaching thing. Well, little did I know that the pandemic was about to happen, but within the next year. This one client got so transformed, he, she started spreading the word and I ended up with about eight clients within that first year. Wow. So a year later, I'm uh, having some time alone with myself and I'm still, I'm still upset about losing that big client because, you know. <laughs> and, 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 and I just and, had lunch with that big client Friday, by the way. Yeah, and, and I had, I, 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 had <laughs> I did the same the week before. And and I was like Jonah underneath that fig, fig leaf, whatever it was that he was under. And I was like, oh, I lost that client and I want to. And the Lord just said to me, Steve, the only reason why you're miserable right now is because you like you liked traveling business class, having nice meals and great hotels. <laughs> and I went, oh, that's true. <laughs> and he said, look, what, look what's happening. And he said this to me. He said, Steve, do you know that saying that when one door closes, another one opens? Yeah. Okay. And he says, I want you to ask me what I think about that. And so I said, okay, Lord, what do you think about the saying that when one door closes, another one opens? Okay. And the Lord says, and I hope you don't mind my language. He said, but that's crap. He said, <laughs> I said, what? He says, I'm not a God who opens one door. I'm the God of multiplication. Mm-hmm. He said, what you're about to see is that when one door closes, multiple will open. And, over co- and then COVID hits, literally the, the uh, month after this, this encounter. And I've doubled my clientele. I've got about 25 clients. Mm-hmm. And every time I lose one, it's really weird. I, I, when, one per, when one season for one client is over, two or three will emerge straight away after. Wow. Okay, I've got to the point where I can't handle that. So I now have the coaching company that I need to start giving the, these clients to. 
And I've never advertised. It's just word of mouth, just because the Spirit of God is doing things in these, yeah. in these sessions. And and so I, the struggle was realizing that sometimes you've got to let go of the past because you miss the blessing of the present. And, wow. the so and so uh, so for me, that was really hard. And, and But the relationship with that original billionaire, like you said, Sean, you, we just had dinner with him a few days ago. And, uh, and it's great because he's prospering. And that's, all we, yeah. that's what we're about. We're here to be the catalyst for other people to prosper. It's not about how I prosper, even though I get blessed in the process. You were so woven into the fabric of who he was too, which is so good. I mean, like just the stories of some of these guys that I know I've sent you to at times and their lives have changed so much. Just I've watched it and just the impact that you've had on people. You're such a safe person to send and to bridge over to, be, to people. So I'm so glad. I'm so glad to hear this story though, because a lot of times people will see a coach or see somebody who goes after it and goes after really helping people. And you don't hear that struggle or even like what it's like for you when one of your big fish, so to speak, doesn't need you to swim with anymore. You know, it's, that's a hard thing, but it's yeah. such a cool graduation because these guys' stories after you've, after they've had a season with you is transformative. I love that word transformative. Yeah. I'm just struck, Steve, by how God's been so uh, faithful to you and faithful to your clients uh, and uh, with you in the process. And how do our listeners get a hold of you if they would like, you know, you know some of your products or want to be coached by you or that kind of thing? Well, um, you can get hold of me uh, through my coaching website, which is Steve Chua, C-H-U-A-I-N-T-L, like international, I-N-T-L, uh, uh, at gmail.com. But if you want to know more about the company, uh, Inside Out, which you, maybe you have a company that wants to have those foundations put into it, or you maybe you're a Christian uh, CEO who wants your non-believing uh, um, team to get, get these principles, you can go to uh, insightoutcorp.com. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure that we can give those to you on the show notes. And I do a weekly podcast uh, called Transform Your Life with Coach Pete and Steve. I have another executive coach out in New York City that uh, we do. We have a lot of fun just bringing coaching principles. First season was very Christian, but the next season we decided we wanted to introduce <laughs> it in a kingdom secular way so we could seed kingdom principles into a non-believing uh, uh, people so that they can really grasp uh, the, the, the concepts. And we've seen some amazing results as a res, uh, through that. So that comes out every Monday. You can get that on any um, platform. So uh, that's Transform Your Life with Coach Stephen P. Well, Steve, thanks so much for sharing your life, your heart, and also the tools that you have. And we have way more for you with Final Thoughts with Sean and Bob coming up next. Do you want to be mentored in hearing God's voice? It's not hard, but it takes time, examples, practice, and conversations to really get in the place of being able to get revelation and also to know how to interpret and reply what God's showing you. I have started an online community through our platform, Transiting God Mentoring, where you receive weekly videos, weekly live group mentoring, monthly special events, and all of our past e-courses on the gifts, marriage, and relevant topics to your spiritual journey. Come join me and all my platform contributors to learn how to walk out a thriving journey of hearing God. Final thoughts with Sean and Bob. Well, Sean, listening to Steve is just so incredible to hear about his perseverance and about his his ability to be patient and work through like from a prophecy in 2014 to what's happening now. I know it's really interesting that that kind of framework that we believe in, which is 
we don't want to just bring people to the Lord, but we want to see transformation. Like we're looking at Joseph and Esther and Daniel and right. all these guys that Solomon in the Bible who rebuilt society or caused a deflection of great harm from coming to people groups or whatever it was. But that, that theme of transformation that happens over and over personally, and then also corporately or in, in Christianity, but even beyond. And I feel like that's, that's sort of new for a lot of people. And I love that Steve's out there with all these coaches coaching people on how to see our world that way. Cause it really changes your mission when you're grinding through something, a PNL or something, but you have that vision in your heart of like, yeah. we're doing this for Jesus to partner for transformation. It really helps things. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, you and I talk to people all the time who are in a hurry for, you know, God to either fulfill the prophecy or, or to fulfill the business plan or to fulfill yeah. whatever they want. And, and we've been through so many decades, Sean, of, of working and processing through this journey. And Steve, uh, Steve's, Steve's story is just that processing through the journey. And I love the fact that not only is he dealing with uh, believers, but he, he has this whole, he has this whole uh, infrastructure to deal with people who yeah. aren't believers. It's amazing. Which is just the proof that the kingdom works everywhere. I mean, the and kingdom principles of God, the book of Proverbs helps everyone win. It helps anyone change their life. And I know I've talked to believer, unbelievers when I was coaching them, consulting them who read the Bible regularly <laughs> And they don't huh. claim to be believers. And I'm like, this is wild. Like, why would you read this? And they're like, yeah. the principles are so great. Yeah, well, I, I just think I just think Steve and, and his business and his new partnerships are a testimony to the faithfulness of God in the practical things. I agree. Well, we have more shows for you. And I want to encourage you to stay tuned on Saturdays and Sundays on CBN News Network at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or 7 p.m. Central for new episodes. And also... Watch us or listen to us online, either YouTube or go to our podcast on any podcast server. Make sure to, to subscribe and make sure to tell somebody about this so it helps other people who have careers and businesses really go for it on their journey in an intentional way in their faith and their relationship to God and the world around them. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Exploring the Marketplace podcast, part of the Exploring Podcast series. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing or even rating and reviewing so that more people can connect to us. Also, we'd love to be part of your spiritual journey, and we have amazing resources at our website, www.bowlsministries.com, B-O-L-Z ministries.com, including other free media, TV shows, books, and even an ongoing mentoring online platform. See you there.